to have like been so I'm getting really really better with my artwork at school yeah because those pictures in my book bag I did them all on my own without any help especially the football t-shirt the football kit we call it a kit the football especially for football kit because I try I try I spent an hour working on that well you did use all of the colors yep I mean that would be a rainbow kit for for use in Qatar wouldn't it yeah yeah have you stopped doing the uh the eyes the eyes that are just you scribbling black lines where eyes would be that I find quite disturbing or are you still doing that mm, no I'm just doing circles now really so that picture you brought home today didn't have black eyes that were just scribbled here it, lines here it did yeah so I am but I'm gonna try and stop hey up I'm Joe Heathcote and this is consistently eccentric a British history podcast where we try to make sense of some of the lesser known and more absurd people and events these islands have produced. So let's get started with... This story takes place in 1588. That's a weird number. 1588 more. So it's 440-something years ago. A good while ago, anyway. It was during the reign of Queen Elizabeth the first. Not the one who's just died. Mm. Queen Elizabeth had taken over as queen from her sister, Mary. Well, I say her sister, her half-sister, Mary. When Mary had died on November 17th, 1558, at that time, Elizabeth was only 25 years old. Oh, my friend in the Christmas play at school is going to be Mary. He's going to be a Mary? No, he's going to be Mary, the person who had Jesus. Oh, she's playing... Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay, that's that's fine. This is a different Mary. Oh. Because this Mary had been a Catholic and had married King Philip II of Spain, who was also a Catholic. Who? What's a Catholic? It's a certain kind of Christianity. So, you know how you go to a Church of England school? Um, yes. Catholics believe slightly different things. Oh, I believe... They still believe in Jesus, don't worry. I believe in Jesus. I just believe that God's not that great person. Okay, well, how are you... The world was just there, and he just sat about it, thinking, I could create some humans. Right. How do you feel about the Pope? The Pope? Yes. What Pope? He's, according to Catholics, he's God's representative on Earth, and he can talk to God. And then he passes everything that he talks to God about onto all the Catholic followers. Um... Yes, so. Were there any taxes? Yes, all through history there's been taxes. Oh, I do not like the story of the person who ruled Lancaster Ca- who who kind of ruled Lancaster John Castle. O'Gaunt is not involved in this story. Jan- okay? John O'Gaunt is a very bad king. He was never king and he doesn't he's not involved. So Good. You have Mary, who had been a Catholic and who had married King Philip II of Spain, who was also a Catholic. And they had wanted all of the people of England to practice Catholicism like they did. What a Catholicism. So they wanted everybody to praise Jesus in the same way they did, in a Catholic way. Oh, just like changing the world about well, it. Yeah, changing, changing the way people did things. Mary in particular was so keen that everyone practiced religion in the way she wanted that she had over 280 people burned to death when they refused. Yeah, she wasn't somebody who took being told no well. Why did she not do that? Why did she burn them to death? Yeah. To set an example. Because once you've burnt a few people to death, the rest of the people tend to do what you say. That's just cruel. Mean, evil, selfish. It is all of those things, but it was also effective. But unlike her half-sister, Elizabeth was not a Catholic. She was a Protestant. And she declared herself head of the Church of England on her coronation on January the 15th, 1559. Oh, so, I don't think Mary was a very good person. He, she is very cruel. Well, she's, de- she's dead now. I don't like her at all because the way she's sounding is very mean. Well, she's been replaced by her half-sister Elizabeth, who is not a Catholic, doesn't want to make people Catholics. A Pope? No, she doesn't She doesn't um, recognise the Pope. In fact, she made herself head of the Church of England. 
Although, actually, her title was Supreme Governor of the Church of England. What's a governor? That's what she was. She was Supreme Governor. What's a governor, though? It's just somebody who runs something. So she she ah. was the person who ran the Church of England. Elizabeth did force everyone who worked in her government to swear an oath, an oath of loyalty to her, or she fired them. <gasps> but she didn't go so Boo. far... I do do not like the two sisters. Yes, but she didn't go so far as literally setting them on fire, which was nice. Yeah. So she she just just... said you can't have a job anymore. She didn't burn them to death. Good. So so she looks like, I'm sorry, but you're not doing as as you're told. And as your boss, I'm going to fire you. But don't worry, you're going to be set free. You can do whatever you want now. That's pretty much where she was at, yeah. Um, Unless you get burned to death by my sister Mary. Well, Mary was gone. Mary had died, hadn't she? Good. <laughs> but while the people of England were, for the most part... They were very good at, sh- t- at taking countries and shredding them apart. We're not quite at that part of history yet. Oh, sorry. It's okay. The people Don't of England... edit this bit out, right? Okay. The people of England were, for the most part, happy with the changes that Elizabeth had made. However, there was one man who was really not happy. Who was that? Philip II of Spain, Mary's former husband. He had always encouraged... Why does her own husband not like her rules? She's no, been put in charge no, by Mary's, Mary's husband. She, oh. He was married to Mary, not Elizabeth. Why does she... Why does he not like the rules? Because he'd been encouraging Mary in her attempts to force England to become a Catholic country, like Spain was, where he was from. And he was really upset that all the hard work burning the heretics was being undone by her little sister Elizabeth. Elizabeth is actually doing a good job. She's just letting people go free. Well, you think she's doing a good job. Yeah. And I think she's doing a good job, but... Philip of Spain, he didn't like what she was doing. He was very grumpy about it. He should have just told her, excuse me, can you just please just make England a Catholic country? Please, Mary. I'll literally... Please, Elizabeth. Mary's dead. I'll literally do anything for you if you let me do that because that's all me and my wife wanted. Mm. Now she is gone, but the soul of her will be very happy if, if you let me do that job. So she, so he should have done that. Well, he did decide he had to do something. And his first plan was to try and marry Elizabeth. Convince you... her to convert to Catholicism and carry on as he had been doing with Mary. So no. He, he decided that Elizabeth could just be wife number two. No. And he'd carry on like nothing had happened. No. Why no? Because I don't like people getting burned to ashes. Right, well, despite his best attempts at wooing Elizabeth, she turned him down and said... I'm not going to marry you, Philip. You were already married to my half-sister. It'd be a bit weird. Yeah. Mm. Plus, you yeah? have to get dismarried to a f- soul. Well, marriage is till death do you part. And oh. Mary had died, so they had death done parted, hadn't they? So yes. he was free to marry again, but Elizabeth turned him down flat and said, no, I'm not marrying you, Philip. I don't like what you stand for. I do not like the cut of your jib, young man. <laughs> young man she should have just said this instead she should have said excuse me fellow but i don't want to really marry you because i don't like the idea of you just punishing people when they've done nothing wrong they just said they want to do their own ways and that's what i'm letting them to do so if you want to marry me you need to do what like me you can burn people to go to the ground if they if you want if they're if 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 they're being really cruel, but you can only do that. So I will not marry you if you do, if you disobey me, because then my sister will be very sad in heaven. Fair enough. Well, she turned him down. We don't know exactly what she said, but he decided. Young man. Yeah, he decided that what he was going to do next was throw a big tantrum. Oh come on! He's a he's a man. They don't. Throw he's a king. Tr- He's the king of Spain, but he threw a tantrum. Why? He declared Elizabeth herself a heretic and said... How dare him! Young... Listen up here, heaven guy. You you are a very young man. 
to me. But you are being very naughty, so so stop thinking about it. Because sulking about it is not the way. You should just ask her again. Well, plus he said. Or you should have just tried to get her fired from being queen. Well, he did try to get her fired from being queen. Oh. He said that seeing as how Henry VIII's divorce from Catherine of Aragon, you remember his first wife, yeah. was never accepted by the Pope, that Elizabeth's claim to the throne didn't exist because her mum, Anne had... Boleyn, had never been queen. That was what he was saying. He was like, well, he never really got divorced, so your mum was never really queen, so you shouldn't be queen. But that did it work? Mm, well, the people of England actually quite liked Elizabeth and kept her oh. as queen. But he then started plotting to have her removed for someone who, someone else who could claim to be queen who was more sympathetic to Catholicism. So he was, like, trying to execute her. Well, he was trying to find a different queen to replace her with. Maybe you should just go to a different country. He did. He went to France where he found... No! Not to get a new queen. No. Queen for England, you should just stay in the country that you are going to go to, young man, because then you'll have a new person who will might be the person you want. He's just being stupid. He decided he was going to go to France and Pick talk out. to Mary, Queen of Scots, Elizabeth's cousin, Yay, family. who was also a Catholic. Family! Yep. Mary, Queen of Scots, had been raised in Catholic France and was married to the King of France, who was conveniently named Francis. Because <laughs> if a... you're the King of France, you should probably be called Francis. Yeah, that's a really simple name. Makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah, it really makes sense. But it meant that there was... Really... Hey, this is a new joke. What do you call a, a, the King of France? Francis! <laughs> Very good, Evie. But because she was Queen of France and because she was in love with her King Francis, there was really very little reason for her to agree to try and overthrow the Queen of England and take her throne. Because she was like, I've already got, I'm already Queen of France. That's a pretty good gig. She, so she was just like, I'm happy here with my husband. Yeah. And, and, and I'm, I'm, did, did she have children? N not now. She did later, but she oh. didn't have children at this point. Soon I'll be happy with my chill. Soon I'll have children. So why are you trying to get me for something to just blame my... To try and dethrone my own cousin? Yeah. So it's just like well, trying to kill your family. That's really bad. So that's pretty no much the, That's pretty much the story of European royalty is trying to kill your own family for profit. But Mary said no right up until the point that her own husband, Francis, died of a brain abscess in December 1560. What's a, what's a brain abscess? It's something that means that you you won't live anymore. It was a, he was ill. He was very, very ill in the brain. Like Star? Yeah. He had, he had uh, something that made him so sick that he couldn't carry on living. So he died. Just like Star? Just like the cat, but, yes. But, but he was king of France. Yeah, but... And also she was a cat and also... She had to get burnt to ashes to... She didn't have to, we chose to. Anyway. Why did you want that to happen? So we could put her in a box and keep her, okay? Where she lives now. So, now that her husband was dead, Mary, Queen of Scots, decided to return to Scotland for the first time in over a decade to take up her throne as Queen of Scotland. Is that where Elizabeth was? No, Elizabeth was Queen of England. So, Elizabeth was ruling England down in the south... And Mary, Queen of Scots, was ruling Scotland up in the north. So they were cousins and they were next-door neighbours. Neighbour cousin. Which sounds lovely, doesn't it? Cabers. <laughs> Cabers. If the Catholics had hoped that this would lead to Protestantism in Scotland being crushed, with many heretics being burned, they were sadly disappointed. Mary realised that the Protestants had lots of money and influence and were just too powerful for her to openly challenge them. So instead, she sought, she sought to improve her relationship with England and her cousin Elizabeth. So the two, the two cousins were going to try and start working together to make Britain a great place. Yay! Yeah, you're liking this story now. Cousin teamwork as a family, well, being kind. They were never on the best of terms, 
So they didn't get along great, but the two queens seemed to be managing quite well. Right up until the point where Mary agreed to have her unpopular second husband murdered and then married the man who'd done the murdering. Who did the murdering? I will, like, crush this person and make them go into hell. Well, you don't need to worry. He didn't last very long after that. He got um, banished from the country and ended up dying alone in Europe. But this this idea of murdering her second husband and then marrying the person who'd done the murdering, by doing this, she managed to annoy both the Catholics and the Protestants in Scotland, and Mary was forced to flee to England for her life. She expected her cousin Elizabeth to support her in retaking her Scottish throne. Mm. So providing an army or um, lots of money and support so no, that she could go back and take her throne. But she didn't. She didn't want to risk a civil war. So instead, Elizabeth kept her cousin in various castles and country houses for the next 19 years. Hooray, she was kind. She did try stay. to be kind. Yeah. Well, let her stay or kept her prisoner. I mean, there's a fine line between the two, isn't there? Well, did she provide lots of kind things in prison? Uh, Well, she was staying in castles and country houses. She had servants and she was allowed to eat whatever she wanted. So it wasn't the worst kind of prison. It was quite a nice one. Good. Mm. I was worried about the bar prison. Unfortunately for Elizabeth, as soon as Mary was in England, English Catholics, supported by Philip of Spain and the other European Catholic leaders... They began plotting how they could put Mary on the English throne. These plots included a plan to invade England on Mary's behalf using Spanish troops, a plan to secretly marry Mary to the half-brother of Philip II of Spain, and a plan to invade England from the Catholic-controlled bit of the Netherlands. He... he is now pure evil. Well, or... He... he is... he is... he is not just being stupid he is he is also being selfish he is also being very rude mean cruel nasty i am devastated by him and also mary's just trying to be a really good cousin to her cousin well she didn't know about most of the plots and anyway they all failed but they did make elizabeth very angry with Philip II of Spain for keep trying to dethrone her, to the point that she gave British ship captains permission to attack all the Spanish ships that they found and take whatever they could. In, no! re- in return for sharing the spoils with Elizabeth. Elef- Elizabeth, no! Well, she said, no, be he- good, be good, then I'll like you more. Well, she just said, look, you keep trying to attack me, so I'm going to have my captains take all the stuff from any Spanish ships they find and I'm going to keep it and then hopefully you'll learn not to keep trying to invade my country. Oh, yeah, that, that She's is trying such... to teach him a lesson. These... But they're invading boats. No, 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 they're not invading yet. Yeah. These captains became known as the Sea Dogs and the most famous was probably Sir what? Francis Drake. Who Why not were only they called the sea dogs? Were they dogs? They were considered Elizabeth's attack dogs. So oh. they called them the sea dogs. The most famous of the sea dogs was probably Sir Francis Drake, who not only took Spanish ships, but also managed to ransack the Spanish port of Cadiz in 1587. Hmm? And that was full of things like gold and very what was that expensive is that, that a kind of ferry or a kind of sail ship no cadiz was a town it was a coastal town mm. that had loads of warehouses full of really expensive stuff and he sailed in and went right i'm taking all that expensive stuff you tell philip the second of spain to back off and then we won't have to keep doing this to you <laughs> elizabeth also began supporting the dutch revolt against spain on mainland europe sending an army over to help her new allies in 1585. Though she didn't bother to send other vital things like food and supplies, which did tend to limit the impact the army actually had. Why? Because she wasn't 100% into the idea of starting a war in Europe, so she kind of... She sent an army over because she had to, but she made sure it it wasn't actually going to do that much by refusing to supply it. So she just put packed extra food in case they got hungry. No, she she packed too little food so they did get hungry and that gave them an excuse to come home without actually fighting that much. 
So they, so this time she gave them lots of food and water, but but little weapons. No, she gave them lots of weapons, but little food and water, so they had to come home very quick. Because they could kill her and dethrone her or get her dismissed for being queen. Yes. But despite her army being mainly ineffective, it did annoy Philip of Spain again, who had decided he'd now had just about enough of the English and their refusal to do as he wanted. He planned a full-scale invasion of the country so that he could force everyone to convert back to Catholicism and to stop robbing his ships and getting in the way of his military plans. But, He's like, I've had just about enough of you, Elizabeth. This is it. But, but, but at the start, you were being a very naughty man yourself, Philip. Yes, but you'll find that kings and queens tend to be quite arrogant and full of themselves. No, Elizabeth wasn't. She was good. Yeah, she was a bit she... arrogant as well, don't worry. She's yes, she very was. filled with her own importance. But but but, but he was being really naughty, trying to Evie. kill people. And kings All and queens do don't that. kill. Yes, they do. They don't. Yes, they do. Do Evie. Don't. What do you have to get over if you're going to invade England? What is there between England and Europe? Um. What is there between the island of Britain and the Europe? Sea! The sea, specifically the English Channel. So if he was going to invade England, Philip of Spain would need a lot of ships. But they didn't have much ships because they kept invading the ships. No, they did have a lot of ships. Kept sinking. He gathered 141 ships at the port of Lisbon. These vessels were carrying 8,000 sailors, 18,000 soldiers and over two and a half thousand cannons. Eight thousand! Sailors. Eighteen thousand soldiers. The fleet, which became known as the Spanish Armada, was so big that it took two whole days for them all to get out of port when they set out on May 28th, 1588. But Queen Elizabeth didn't have many ships. Actually, the British did have a lot of ships as well, so it looked like there was going to be a massive ship fight in the British Channel. That's what it looked like it was going to be, massive ship fight. But let's see if that happens. Um, so, the... how many did they have? England had over 200 ships. And they had, and the other team had 100. Yay! 141. The Armada oh. sailed north towards the English Channel, hoping to surprise the English, but was delayed by storms which damaged four of the ships to the point that they had to head back, so only 137 ships actually reached the English Channel. Then, another 15 Spanish ships decided that they were a bit too damaged, or didn't have enough supplies, or just really didn't want to get involved in fighting. So they turned around as well. And, they have, and the other side had more. Yes. Then the leaders of the Armada sent five other ships off to take messages to an army that had been massing on the European coast that they were going to transport across to England, leaving just 117 ships. But these 117 ships finally got their first sight of the English on July 30th, 1588, around two months after they'd set off from Lisbon. Mum. Mm. Like... Years 60 days. 60 days after they'd set off thereabouts. Oh. The English ships began chasing the Spanish ones towards the Isle of Wight. But just off the Isle of Portland, the Spanish decided that they would turn around to engage the English in a full-on naval battle. What is the Isle of Wight? It's a little island off the south coast of England, darling. Oh. Hmm. It's a good place to go for your holidays. Yay. You know, if you're not engaged in a naval battle. Are we going to go to Australia? That's a little bit day. further than the Isle of Wight, possibly. Oh, Ooh, nice. Can okay. we get back to the naval battle, please? After I just tell you what I would like to see in Australia. Koalas, kangaroos and ostriches. Ostriches don't live in Australia. Can I get back to the naval battle? Yeah. Things did not go well for the Spanish. A ship called the... Nuestra Señora de Rosario. That's a long name. And I mispronounced it horribly. It didn't make a good turn to try and face the English. So it was trying to manoeuvre and turn. Didn't do a very good job. And it crashed into quite a few of the Rocks. other Spanish ships. 
Even worse, it was crashing into the other Spanish ships, causing lots of damage. The Rosario then got stuck in a current that took it away from the other Spanish ships, and it was captured by the English on August 1st. The English... Did they all die? No, 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 they surrendered to the English. So they, like, are now working for the English? No, they were just put on the longboats and sent off. So the English said, you can go free, but we're keeping all the stuff that was on the boat. And do you know what was on the boat? What? It was chock full of gold and ammunition for and the chocolate. camp. chocolate? No, although the Spanish did have access to chocolate. No, yeah. it was full of gold and ammo for what? the cannons. So What's cannonballs, gunpowder, all the things you needed to make boom-boom explosions, which was I very nice for the English. I thought it was Guy Fawkes who invented gunpowder. It was the Chinese. Oh, sorry. It's okay. He was the Guy person. Fawkes just had a very novel way of trying to use it. Yes. yes. He tried to blow up the Houses of mm. Parliament and destroy the king so he could be king. But it wasn't a very good start for the Spanish, so they'd had no. one of their ships captured, and that had been one of the ships that was full of gold and ammunition. The next day, as the two sides were lining up for battle, another Spanish ship, called the San Salvador, just exploded a bit. Did they all die? No, I said it exploded a bit. It it didn't it didn't fully explode, it just exploded a bit. Which naturally put the Spanish off fighting, and the English were able to capture the San Salvador after putting out all of the fires. So when you've got uh, a ship that's full of cannons, you also have a lot of gunpowder. And if someone accidentally sets that gunpowder alight, you're going to get a big explosion. Which is what happened on the San Salvador. And then... And then did they do the same, like, with the other ship that they set free, but they took all the stuff? Yeah, they let the crew go free, but they took all of the stuff. Why do they keep doing it? Because then they have more ships and the Spanish have less. And they're winning the fight, aren't they? They keep taking ships, they're winning the fight. But then they'll destroy Spain. No, they'll destroy this fleet, this armada. they'll destroy Spain. How will that destroy Spain? They've still got a standing army. They've got loads of troops in Spain. They've just got these boats that they tried to send over to invade. But then they'll have less stuff to survive. And they'll all die. The Spanish had plenty of stuff to survive. They were going over to South America and taking but, all of the stuff from South America. Like, like, they were but, richer than anyone at this time. The Spanish could they could stand to lose a few ships. But with, the, with lots of ships going back and getting more supplies no, and they coming had, back, no, they that ha- all get less supplies. Yes, the Spanish have got to do the invasion quickly, otherwise they will run out of supplies, which is why all of these delays with ships blowing up and crashing into each other isn't really helping, is it? Yeah, I actually am feeling sorry for Spain. Oh, don't feel sorry for them. Why? A bit embarrassed by the mistakes the Spanish decided to regroup in Calais on the coast of France. Calais! It's a port on the, on the coast of France. Unfortunately, by sailing into Calais, the Spanish Armada then couldn't reach the army that was waiting for them further up the coast. Oh. As there was a Dutch-controlled Dutch area of sea between them and the army, making the whole invading England thing even more difficult than it already had been. What's Dutch? People from the Low Countries, from the Netherlands. They were allies of the English at this time, because they were also Protestants. Even worse for the Spanish, on the night of the 7th of August, the English decided to set eight of their own ships on fire and send them into the Spanish ships. That will kill all of them. Well, it didn't, because none of the Spanish ships actually got burned. But in the confusion, many of the Spanish ships cut their anchors and they ended up scattering in all directions. Oh, no. So to try and get away quick, rather than pull the anchor up, they just cut the ropes with them and they scarpered in all directions. But then you won't be able to stop and you'll just be at sea forever. Well, it makes it more difficult to to stay in one position, but they had to, otherwise they were going to get burned, weren't they? Yes, they were. So they made a choice. The English took advantage of all the chaos and lined up for battle on the morning of the 8th of August, 1588, against 
the only five Spanish ships who hadn't panicked. So from an armada that started out with 141 ships, the English were lining up against five Spanish ships on the morning of August the 8th. Did they try and invade again? At this point, the Spanish were kind of fighting for their lives because although they hadn't panicked when seeing the fire ships... Were they kicking the ships? You don't kick, you fire cannon at them. Oh, was the cannonball in shape of a foot? So no, it's it in was... the shape of a ball, hence oh. the name cannonball. <laughs> oh, I call them cannon foots because I like kicking it. Though they hadn't panicked when seeing the fire ships, when they saw dozens of English ships sailing towards them, the Spanish captains decided to order their cannons to fire at will at the English. Will? As soon as they were ready. When you say fire at will, you say you make a decision when you're going to fire. Fire. But all of the people who were in charge of firing the cannons, they were a bit scared they were a bit anxious, and they fired way too early while the English ships were still out of range, so they all missed. And it turned out they had so many cannons packed onto those ships, and so much ammo, that there wasn't enough space to really reload them. So it's really awkward to try and load another shot into the cannons. So once they'd fired their one shot, they were pretty much stopped. This gave the English ships more than enough time to sail up nice and close before firing all of their cannons at once in a manoeuvre known as a broadside. So you have all your cannons down the side of your ship and you sail up towards the other one and you turn sideways on at the ship that you want to sink and then you fire all of your cannons at once at it. How can you do that? Because these captains were very good at manoeuvring and positioning their ships. That's why they were getting paid captain money. Um, I think they they should quit. Everybody should just quit the fight and be friends. Because then it will work out fine and they'll all share supplies and they'll all share their homes and then they'll all be friends. Yeah, that's not going to happen though. Why? Because Philip isn't friends with Elizabeth and these people are either working for Elizabeth or working for Philip, aren't they? And those yes. are the people who pay them, so they've got to do as they're told. And they're so, told to fire! So they should just pray to, pray to God a lot and also... Oh, they all were. I imagine at this point lots of them were praying no, to God. Like praying to God 10,000 times a year. And also... That's a lot of prayers. I know. And also um, um, firing people if they don't do as they're told. Not burning them to death. They should make two new wars and that, and then they'll all be friends. They weren't friends, darling. And in fact, the English kept firing at Spanish ships for the next eight hours until they literally ran out of cannonballs. Eight years? Hours. They kept firing for eight hours until they literally ran out of cannonballs to fire, seriously damaging many of the Spanish ships, which kept arriving in ones and twos as they came back from having scattered the night before and sinking at least five ships. Which is good going, because it's actually very difficult to sink a ship in a naval battle. They should just fire one cannon at a time, because then they'll just waste lots of their cannonball, cannon foots, and then... It it works better if it's en masse, because you're more likely to have enough hit. But then they'll run out of cannon feet, and they'll have to go back to England and get some more. Well, yes, but they made the point because they'd sunk five Spanish ships and it was actually very difficult to sink a ship during a naval battle. It didn't happen as often as you'd think. Ships are big things. And it's, you, you mainly you mentioning won. a rowing boat or no, like no, a No, no, like ferry? a big... We're talking big ships that could have hundreds like of people ferry. on them. Like a ferry? No, bigger than a ferry. They could have so, like, hundreds of people on them. A, a super ferry. Well, they were wooden for one, Evie. This was wooden ships. No, I mean a wooden, a super wooden ferry. No, because they were warships. They were filled with cannons and angry super men. Super war wooden ferry. It was very hard to sink them, is what I'm trying to say. They, they must be easy to sink. They're no. made out of wood. Yes, but you've got to put lots of holes in them before you'd sink them. And what generally happened was you would damage a ship so that it couldn't steer or so that uh, you'd knock the sails down so that it couldn't catch the wind and then you board it and take it over that way rather than sink it. So the fact that they managed to sink five ships is actually quite impressive. It's not impressive to me. Yeah, well, I'm impressed. I am devastated. I'm, I'm impressed with what they did. Well I done, am- then. 
I am devastated by both of them. They're acting like little children. Meanwhile... Having a fight against toys. Meanwhile, Queen Elizabeth had no idea her sailors were winning. And she still fully expected an invasion to happen at any second. She was so sure of this that she had gathered an army near the coast and turned up in person to give the men a rousing speech. Would you like to hear the rousing speech? No, she's a queen. She's not going to swear. Do you want to hear her rousing speech that she gave to her men? doesn't involve death, swears and rudeness. Do you want to hear the speech or not? I do. Okay. I'll do it in my Queen Elizabeth I voice, okay? No, I want you to do it in your daddy voice. No, I'm doing it in the Queen Elizabeth I voice. Are you ready for this? I've been working on it. No, I want you to do it in your daddy voice. Let me use my voice. No. You ready? I am come amongst you, as you see at this time, not for my recreation and disport, but being resolved, in the midst and heat of battle, to live or die amongst you all, to lay down for my God and for my kingdom and for my people, my honour and my blood even in the dust. I know I have the body of a weak and feeble woman, but I have the heart and stomach of a king, and of a king of England too, and think foul scorn that Parma or Spain or any prince of Europe should dare to invade the borders of my realm, to which, rather than any dishonour should grow by me, I myself must take up arms. I myself will be your general, judge and rewarder of every one of your virtues in the field. I know already, for your forwardness, you have deserved rewards and crowns, and we do assure you, on the word of a prince, they shall duly be paid you. I still like King Harold more. (laughs) It was a good speech, though. Yeah, but I like King Harold the best. Well, I'm sure he gave a banging speech before Hastings as well. He he is my favourite king at the moment. Elizabeth is my favourite queen. As it was, though, Eve... and Amber, too. Anne. Anne. Anne Boleyn. Boleyn. Not Anne Boleyn. Anne Boleyn. Anne Boleyn. (laughs) As it was, though, Elizabeth didn't ever actually have to take up arms in the field or fight. As the Spanish ships were, at that moment, planning how to get as far away from England as possible without being sunk. So they'd given up on the whole invasion thing by this point as they'd spent eight hours having cannonballs shot at them and they were just like, how do we get home without anyone else sinking? So they're like, so they want to go home so the so the English won the fight? Yeah. Oh. But by this point... Was Sweden there? Sweden were not involved. No, Swindon. Swindon's a town in England... And it's landlocked, so I don't think that they would have provided many sailors. They might have provided one. Might have been hey. one person from Swindon there. Hey, I if I was born in that time and I was a little girl, I would say, I'll make a tiny ship for me and I'll just sail. You wouldn't be allowed to be involved in the Navy because you're a girl. Girls can't go on ships. It was bad luck. I do not like the sound of history. The saying, girls are useless Boring and and, and and unless you're a queen. And, and yeah, that's what and, they said. And totally and totally unuseful. Well, they're no, they're useful for for making babies. Yeah, but they're saying that they are useful for everything except except having a family. That is so rude. I do not like history except King Harold. Right, but Evie. That was back then. Now, we don't think the same, do we? No. No. Women can do whatever they want, can't they now? Mm -hmm. Okay. Because I'm a free girl. Yeah, we've learned from history. That's the important thing. I do. To learn from history. That is why I talk to you through these things. My hobby is to draw and inspire my heart with all of the colours. Inspire your heart, do you mean? Yes. Okay. So as it was, Elizabeth didn't actually have to fight because the Spanish were running away. But because the Spanish had been running away northwards up the channel, they'd actually got as far as Scotland and they had a choice. They could either carry on and sail all the way round the top of Scotland before turning and heading for home or 
they could turn around right where they were and try and sail through the English and Dutch ships that were heavily armed and waiting for them. Which do you think they chose? I think they chose to run away and go home. To go around the top of Scotland? You'd be right. They did. They chose to sail north around the tip of Scotland and hoped that they could avoid the English by sailing out into the Atlantic, round Ireland, and then south back towards Spain. Although over a hundred made it around Scotland, they made a few mistakes with the navigation and they sailed too close to Ireland. So they crashed. Well, yeah, because they cut their anchors. Were there light, were there light poles? Light, lighthouses? Yeah. Not as many. Oh, why? Uh, because the people just hadn't built them. They were built, if they were there, they were built out of wood That's rather very than stone. naughty. Well, it's just they hadn't been developed yet. People didn't know. I, so they sailed. I know. The navigators got made a few mistakes and they ended up too close to the Irish coast. And then a storm blew in. And normally, what you do is you drop your anchor to try and hold your ship in place so that you didn't crash into the rocks. But all the Spanish boats had cut their anchors off. So they didn't get burned. So they didn't get burned. But it meant that they couldn't stop themselves from being washed into the rocks of the Irish coast. And nearly 30 of the ships were smashed to smithereens. And the people died? Well, the, the Spanish sailors, some of them made it to the coast. They didn't drown. But they were mostly killed by angry Irishmen who didn't understand what was going on and were just not happy. You should have just told them the whole story. Well, the problem was uh, the Spanish would have been speaking Spanish and the Irish would have been speaking Gaelic. So they couldn't speak to each other. And the Irish probably thought that it was some kind of invasion. So there was the, they were just... So the Irish were going, Hello, what, what have you been doing? And then... We were, they were going, Alikika, Aliksu. And then they were like, what are you is that saying? Your, is that your Spanish? The, hello. Okay. I am from Ireland. I am from Spain. And it didn't work? No. No. It is reported that of the 141 ships that set off, only between 67 to 87 actually uh. returned to Spain, which is quite a big defeat. It was a massive blow to the size of Philip's navy, uh, and it was quite What's humiliating. A navy? It's your your ships, oh. your fighting ships. Oh. All together, all the fighting ships you have are called your navy. That and it was it was quite embarrassing navy. for Philip because he'd said he was going to invade England, and all that happened is lots of his ships had been sunk or lost, and he'd never actually got a single Spanish boot on the ground on England. So that was a bit embarrassing. Yeah. Mm. The defeat of the Spanish Armada... But a navy is a really weird name for a boat. No, not for a boat, for a collection of boats. For a no, group of boats. For a boat. No, a group of boats will be collected into a navy that will do what the monarch says. So he, no. he or she will direct their navy no. to attack places or to defend a... places. No, I'm They're not boats, they're ships. A boat, a boat, and a boat, or a group of boats. Yeah, they're a group of boats, but we're talking about ships here. Bigger, stronger, more cannony. <laughs> ships of the Royal Navy. More woodeny. English oak. <laughs> Tall masts. Burly sailors. <laughs> this is the Royal Navy. <laughs> angry Irishmen. <laughs> <laughs> no, angry Irishmen were just a bonus. Bonus, angry Irishmen. With Dude, new Spanish stabbing action. <laughs> Lots of weapons and supplies. It's the Navy. <laughs> Lots of sa- angry and devastated sailors on board. Some who have died, but it's the Navy. Yes, lots of sailors died of disease, more so than from battles. Aww. Because it was very cramped. It was very hot and sweaty, so when one person got ill, everyone on a boat got ill. And if they got, say, dysentery, mm. they all pooed out their lives, essentially. <laughs> what? Smelly poop death. <laughs> yeah? so, they, so they die in the sewer? Just well, no, they sewer. die on the boat of dysentery. Poo. <laughs> With the poo. <laughs> Ooh, so they just fell in their own poop? 
disgusting. No, a lot of sailors, more sailors probably over the course of, you know, wooden ships and massive naval battles died from disease than died from cannon or being boarded because you were in a very close environment and once one person got sick, they pass it on to everyone else because they didn't know about washing your hands, Evie. They didn't know about and all that. Romans brushed their teeth with weed. Well, it's actually quite, you know, uh, antiseptic. It's it, that is not um, uh, antiseptic. Well, it's it's, it's actually they, better than you'd think. Did they invent taps? No. What? They had running water. Maybe they did have taps. I don't. I don't know. Did they, they definitely have had running soap? water. You should have just put your hand in the water. Like... They had lye, which is a kind of soap, but it's very, very. Um, corrosive you wouldn't want to clean yourself too much with lie anyway i feel like we're getting off we're supposed to be talking about the spanish armada not about soap not about soap which (laughs) the sailors didn't have because if they did they wouldn't have ended up with so much dysentery and died evacuating their bowels which is a nice way of saying while pooing please do not what mention poo again okay never well i can't people dying from that ever again i never want to hear it again Right, okay. Let's not do... Um, yeah, there's there's a few stories then. We're not going to do Jon Snow and the pump, are we? No, and I the cholera like to epidemics. hear Jon Snow and the pump. Because he, like, I like people called Jon. Okay, well, the next story we'll do is Jon Snow, okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. The defeat of the Spanish Armada is now held up as an example of how England was able to stand up to a much more powerful force based on pluck, determination and the ingenuity of English sailors which conveniently ignores the amount of luck involved and the massive contribution of the Dutch Navy, who spent a lot of time harrying the Spanish ships, supporting the Brit- the English ships, and generally playing a great job as a wingman and supporter of the English. It is also not often mentioned in schools, and I bet you when you do the Spanish Armada at school they won't mention this, the very next year the English and the Dutch launched their own armada with plans to invade Spanish-controlled Portugal. What's armada? It's a big group of ships, an oh. armada. So the English and the Dutch, having seen the Spanish armada fail, they went, do you know what? We'll do our own armada. Ours will be bigger, ours will be better, and ours will work. So they planned to invade Spanish-controlled Portugal. They had 150 ships and over 23,000 sailors. But, just like the Spanish, the English armada also failed. Hmm. With the English losing 40 ships and 20,000 of the men. They also lost any advantage they may have had over Philip by destroying a large portion of his navy the year before. So, they were laughing at Philip in 1588, and then the very next year in 1589, they made exactly the same mistake Philip had, and Philip got to laugh back at them. Eventually... Both Philip and Elizabeth died, with neither one of them managing to defeat the other via Armada. Though Philip would try and launch an Armada against England two more times. In his he- in heaven? No, 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 this was before he died. So the first Spanish Armada didn't work. Then the English tried it, and it didn't work. And then Philip of Spain went, let's try it again. And it didn't work. And then Philip of Spain went... Do you know what? I think if we try it once more and all the sailors were just going, Philip, please no. Don't don't make us do this again. It always ends terribly. We don't want to be exploded. We don't want to die of dysentery. We don't want to have to run around Scotland and face angry Irish people. Please don't send us back, Philip. And he went, go on. Armada! One more! But none of them ever worked. And that is the story of... Philip the Second of Spain and Elizabeth the First of England having a tiff, having a tantrum, having yeah, being upset with each other, and deciding to solve their differences via boats and the fighting of boats. They should ju- they should have just gotten along, like I said earlier. Yeah, but when you're kings and queens, it's all about power, and it's all about I having as much power as possible. I don't think it's about power. I think it's about Friendship, which really matters. Yeah. Who needs to be powerful when they could just in, when they could just, just have 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 people who support them. 
Yeah, but this is exactly why you would never make a good queen, Evie, unfortunately. You're too nice. You've got to be hard to be a king or a queen. You've got to be prepared to murder people. You've got to be prepared to have your own family executed. I, I literally can't have have my all of you executed. And I'm very thankful about that, Evie. And, I'm grateful that you don't want to have me executed. And well, and everybody in our, in our big family. And also, I never want to murder anyone. No, well, that's good. I'm too nice to be a queen. You are. You are very much too nice to be a, a Tudor queen, aren't you? So I'm never going to be queen. I think that's for the best. Yeah, because I also, I don't want to be. It's yeah. just... It seems like a lot of fuss, doesn't it? Yeah. I bet you wouldn't have enough time. You wouldn't have any free time to do your art. I bet queens don't have free time to do art. Mm. They're too busy drawing up battle plans and foiling assassinations. I don't want to fight other countries. Okay. I want the whole world to be happy. Well, we don't fight other countries now. What we do is we parlay all of that aggression into sport. And we play them at football or rugby or cricket so and beat them that way. So we don't have war anymore? Well, there are still wars, but a lot less than there used to be. Oh, good. Hmm. Are you happy with that? Do you think you need to add anything else to this episode? Yes. What do you need to add? That I'm never going to be queen. And, every, and anybody else like me is never going to be queen. Because the people who are so nice and... And try and help pe- other people and drop their time to do other things for people who are struggling. Other people who are very, very, very worthy of being a very good person. Okay. Well, that's very nice. Is that is that where we should end it, is it? Yes. With your manifesto for peace, love and understanding? Yes. Okay. And what are you doing now? I think I just heard an owl. <laughs> <laughs> I think I just heard an owl hoot. Well, we do have owls out the back, don't we? Yeah. Yeah. I wish I could see them. It's you're already in your pajamas. We're not going out there with a flashlight now. Yeah, maybe on Friday or something like that. Friday's far enough away. Yes, on Friday we'll go out owl spotting. Yay! Yay! Hi there, it's Emma, Chief Organiser at Consistently Eccentric. Here to remind you all that if you like what you hear, you can catch up with all previous episodes and session series by searching for us on Acast, Spotify and iTunes. How fancy. You can also join us on Instagram at Consistently Eccentric Podcast, where we update on the weekly episode and post all of our bonus content for you lucky lot. See you next week.